Hi and welcome to the Rags to Riches show with myself, Terry Blackburn. So this podcast is all about inspiring you, motivating you, pushing you on to achieve more in your life, whether that's in business, property, your health and fitness, your personal life, every part of your life. This podcast hopefully will help you achieve more, do more and get to where you want to be. So just before the episode starts, I have just launched a new website called terryblackburnproperty.com. On there, I've got all of the services that I offer. So one-to-one coaching in business, property, time management, goal setting, sales, persuasion, loads of different things on there. I've got some online courses, some one-to-one coaching courses as well. So please have a look on there. Really appreciate your support. And if you want to get involved and you want some more specific help from me, you want some more one-to-one coaching and, and assistance from me to help you to get to where you want to be, it's all on there also got a couple of books on amazon and audible the be a lion which has won multiple awards worldwide now and the power of peas is the new one all about the different p words profit power perspective purpose etc i hope you'll really enjoy one last thing from me if you enjoy these podcasts and you benefit from them you learn from them all i ask is that you share it with your friends and family or someone who you think the episode is relevant to you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, that would massively help. The more shares we get, the bigger guests I can get on the podcast, the more people we can help and the more I can grow the show. So thank you so much. Get in touch if you like what you're listening to and don't just take notes, take action. How to sell more of your product or service. This applies to any industry, any sales environment, regardless what you're selling, this works, okay? I would class myself as an expert at sales. I've been in sales as a career since I was 19. I'm 34 now, as we say this in 2023, you know, so that's 14 odd years I've been in sales, right? I know what I'm talking about. I've trained hundreds of staff. I've had hundreds of salespeople working for me in the past. I'm one of the biggest sales organizations in financial services in the UK up until last year. I know what I'm talking about with sales, right? I've trained chefs, people who've never sold a product before, being a chef, a hairdresser, a builder, an administrator, a personal trainer, a farmer, and I've trained them up to be elite salespeople making quite a lot of money, you know, talking into six figures. And I've trained them from scratch. And a lot of the stuff I'm going to say in this episode is what I used to teach them, okay? So how to sell more of your product or service. So in no particular order, I've just got some notes here that I'm going to go through. A phrase that I've used, and I use this a lot because it is so, so accurate and everyone can understand it, is like, listen, trust, buy, okay? Like, listen, trust, buy, okay? And it has to happen in that order. So they've got to like you first. Once someone starts to like you, they'll start to listen to you. Then once they start to listen to you and you say the right things, they'll start to trust you. And then and only then will they buy. Like, listen, trust, buy. So you've got to make them like you. You've got to become likable. Then in the listen section, you've got to say the right things. It's how you say it and what you say. And then when they start to trust you, you need to close properly to get them to buy. Okay. So like, listen, trust, buy. That is your first point. So I've done a separate episode on this. I've done some videos on the Instagram on this, also on YouTube. 
So please listen to that and watch that. But like, listen, trust, buy is a real thing. It definitely works. And you have to get your head around making them like you first because that's a starting point, okay? So other key points on sales. Speak well, communicate well. Your speed and your tonality are so, so important. So I could speak to you like this and I could be all monotone and you probably wouldn't engage in this episode. Whereas if I speak like I do, which my tone of voice and my tonality and my speed and how I emphasize on certain words, that's trained. That's come from experience of selling for many, many years. That's why my voice is engaging. That's why a lot of people listen to this podcast and watch these videos because they like my voice and they like how I speak. Maybe it's the Geordie accent. I don't know, but they like how I speak, right? So if you can get good at communicating and speaking, speaking, in a good way, with good pauses, good tone of voice, a good speed. So I'm not speaking really, really quickly like this, and I'm not speaking too slow either. I'm speaking at a good pace, with a good tone of voice. Enthusiasm is injected through my voice. Personality is coming through my voice. It's engaging. People will buy off you more than they'll buy off somebody else who has a shit voice, has a boring voice, or who isn't very engaging because the people like dealing with enthusiastic, energetic, happy people. They just do, right? That's why some people, when they speak, you just listen, right? When David Attenborough speaks, you listen, right? When certain people speak, you engage more than when other people speak. It's it's not necessarily the words that they're saying, although they are important, certainly in sales, it's more how you say it and how you speak, right? So get good at communicating. You will definitely sell more of your product or service if you speak in a good way. Next point is finding the need, right? And an analogy that I use on this one is, I always seem to uh, have some negative to say about car salespeople, right? I have nothing against car salespeople, but this analogy relates to them. So let's say, for example, um, the car salesman, when you there's actually a story about this. So um, a guy walks in, there were a car showroom, and uh, he walks in, has a look at some cars. Car salesman comes over. The uneducated, inexperienced, you know, not the best salesperson, which is a lot of car salespeople in my experience, uh, walks up to him and he says, so yeah, he's looking at this car, he's like, but this car, it's got the 5.2 litre engine, it's got the double exhaust, it's got whatever, I talking about how fast this car is, right? If that man who's viewing those cars is looking for a first car for his daughter, does he want the really fast car? No. Does he want the safe, steady car that's maybe reasonably priced? Probably not that big of an engine, not that fast. Uh, doesn't need a turbo and all these fancy exhausts, right? He's more bothered about safety than speed, okay? But that car salesperson, it applies to loads of different sales environments as well, by the way, not just car sales. But that car salesman just went straight in and started to talk about that particular car and how fast it was and how good it was and this and that. But that customer might have just wanted safety and if the car if the salesperson had asked the right questions and found the need he might have sold the car probably odds on that person isn't going to buy that car uh, of that salesperson because he doesn't want speed he wants safety 
So the moral of that story and the lesson there is you need to ask questions and find out what the client actually wants. So once you find out what the client actually wants, you can design a package, a solution, a proposal, a, a package, whatever, to suit the client's needs. They're more likely to buy if you find something that they want. If you try and sell something to someone who doesn't need that product or service, the result is normally the thing that you're pushy and they walk away and you don't sell. And the reason for that is you're trying to sell them something that they don't need. So if you're a coach, for example, you need to find out what your clients want. You need to then offer a solution to what they want. I will teach you if they don't know how to find properties, you need to say, well, I'll teach you how to find properties. You're solving a problem. If um, you are, um, I don't know, you are uh, trying to find an angel investor. OK, so you find out what the angels want. Do they want a return on the money? Do they want a hands-off investment? Do they want a steady return for a certain amount of time? Whatever that they want, you find a solution for that need and you solve the problem. And it's the same in any sales environment. Cars, laptops, I don't know, cameras, microphones, life insurance, kitchen sales, car sales. It doesn't matter. It's all the same. Right? You need like a kitchen analogy, right? So. If you walk into a kitchen showroom, they should ask you, what are you looking for? What type of kitchen are you looking for? Do you like modern? Do you like traditional? What colors do you like? You know, there's no point showing them a high gloss, you know, white, high end, really modern kitchen if they live on a farm and they want a traditional green kitchen, right? But you don't know what they want until you ask the right question to find out exactly what they want. You then solve the problem, right? Finding the need is so, so important. Next point, social proof, right? There's a term influencer that's very, very common these days. If you're listening to this in 2023, everyone knows what an influencer is, right? So influencer has got the name from people buy off the influence of others. So people buy because someone else has bought, right? Keeping up with the Joneses is a, is a phrase that a lot of people should know. Um, keeping up with the Joneses is on those fancy streets on the millionaire's rule. You know, if one person's got a Ferrari, the next person gets a Ferrari, the next person gets a Ferrari, then all of a sudden, if you don't have a Ferrari on that street, you're not keeping up with the Joneses, you're out of place. So people buy things off the influence of others. So like if I rang you up, whoever you are listening to this, and I rang you up and said, I've got this product or service for you. Your brother's just bought it. Your dad's just bought it. Your best friend has just bought it. And half of you following on Instagram's just bought it. I've got your attention. Because you're thinking, right, well, if all those people have got it, like, I want a bit of that. If it's good enough for them, it's good enough for me. Like, if they've got it, I, I want to listen to what this guy's got to say. And I haven't even told you what the product or service is yet. I've just said these people who you know have already got it and have already bought it, I've got your attention, right? People buy of the influence of others. So social proof is the same thing. Testimonial videos, reviews are the same thing. Name dropping. So this person's already got your product or service. That person's already got my product and service. I already worked with this person and that person. Do you want to work with me? That, that gives people confidence that whatever it is that you're selling is a good product or service. It's credible. It's reliable. It's not dodgy. It's legit because other people have got it and done it, right? So... And you can relate that to any pretty much any sales environment. Yes, for GDPR, you can't be telling other people's names, but but a lot of the time you can if it's friends or family, or you've got their permission to. Um, or you can simply say this many people on TripAdvisor have 
went to our restaurant and the over the moon with the service and the food or this many people have stayed at our airbnb look at all these fantastic reviews that's not gdpr that gives you social proof that makes people buy okay fantastic point that you need to consider whatever it is you're selling and you whatever your product or service social proof and using the influence of other people works urgency and scarcity i've already did a podcast on this urgency and scarcity are massive so people will buy more in the last 24 hours of a sale than the start of a sale because the notes coming to an end if you just put a deadline on a sale people will buy more than if you just said we're having a sale because people don't know when it ends they don't want to miss out the fear of missing out fomo is a real thing okay urgency and scarcity are complete legit sales selling tools you can do it in a non-pushy way by saying the sale ends on this date uh, or if you buy by this date you get this added feature or benefit or we're only we only have this much stock left a clearance sale them definitely work who's went in the clearance sale before right i have when you walk in shutting down sale you think i'm going to get a deal here because it's shutting down you're in Right. People do this thing. It is like sales shouldn't be looked down upon. Right. Sales is a good thing. Master sales, you master your income. Master sales, you make more money. You get further in your life. You achieve your goals quicker. Everything gets better when you get good at sales. You're more confident when you get good at sales. And that's in your personal life as well as your career. So urgency and scarcity definitely, definitely help. Product knowledge. Right. So I relate this to life insurance and financial services, how I made a lot of my money. The more you knew about the products and the services and the type of mortgage products or the type of life insurance that we used to sell, like you will definitely sell more because you can answer questions better. You can, once you've asked the client questions, you can, using your product knowledge, you can say, well, actually, are you aware it's got this, it's got that, it's got this, it's got that to solve the problem, but just look more credible, look more professional, answer questions with more confidence. When the customer asks you a question, Nothing worse than if you can't answer it. Or say, oh, I'm not really sure about that. If you can answer it with confidence straight away because you know your product knowledge, you will sell more. And the last option, um, the last point actually, and if you want more detail on all of these points, I've got a sales course coming out in September 2023. It's really in detail. Hours and hours and hours of in-depth sales training, which will help you sell more of any product or service, help you negotiate, persuade, get more discounts, close more property deals that'll help you with everything to do with sales. It's coming out next month. All of these points are expanded on massively plus a load more. The last point for this podcast is closing. Closing is a massive, massive part of any sales process. You don't get the order without asking for the order. You don't close the deal without asking or trying to close the deal, right? Nobody's going to come to you and say, can I buy a million pound of your product or service without having a close, right? So a simple way to remember closing is never, ever, ever just say, would you like to go ahead? Or how does that sound? Never give or try and close a deal with a one word answer in reply. So, or in response, it should always be an option. So it wouldn't be, this is the price of my product or service, Mr. Client. Would you like to go ahead? Because then it's yes or no. The best way to do it is, so Mr. Client, based on what you've said, yeah, you basically repeat their own words to them. And then you say, so based on that, Mr. Client, we've got two options. We've got option A, which is this, this, and this. I've got option B, which gives you this, this, and this. 
Which one out of those two do you prefer? That one. Fantastic. No problem. I'm just going to finish the paperwork. Bang, you're in. Assumptive clause. option Because if you give them two options, they're just picking which one, right? So when they pick which one, it's one or the other. If you say, do you want to go ahead with this one? It's then yes or no. And if they say no, where do you go? Yes, you can deal with the objection, but it's harder. You're much better saying this option or that option. So we've got like, listen, trust, buy. We've got speak and communicate properly. Speed, tone of voice, all, all really important. Find the need. Ask the right questions. Social proof, name drop, and influence of others. Urgency and scarcity. Product knowledge and closing techniques. If you like what you've heard, much more is on the sales course, which is coming out next month. Hope you've enjoyed that. Hope you can learn something from it and hope you have learned something from it. If you know someone else in sales, send them this podcast. Hopefully it helps them too. Thanks for listening.